Greetings and welcome to the Growing the Next Version of You show. Every week or so I get together with thought leaders and we talk about the trends that are happening in the world and we think of life from a mind, body and spirit perspective because that's what servant leaders do. So join me. Hello, Trevor. How are you today? So good. How are you? I am doing great. Thanks very much for coming over on this beautiful Friday afternoon. Absolutely. The rain at least stopped already. So, but thank God for the rain, right? We need it. It, it is. It's crazy. At my house, we have this like, it's like a, a river that goes down because it's the city irrigation. Uh, I mean, and so when it rains heavy like it has been, it's like a, I have like a huge river. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very good. You fish in that? I have. There's a pond. Yep. We fish yeah. in the pond. Yep. Very good. I literally one year took a floaty and went down the river. I'm not kidding. <laughs> your own, your own. It uh, goes from being like, it goes from being like four feet uh -huh. to literally like 50 feet. I mean, huge. And it's just, anyway, right. sorry. Very good. Very good. Well, folks, I'm really excited to have Trevor Houston, the executive producer and host of the Who You Know Show. So, Trevor, I'm going to ask you really quickly, what is the top advice that you would give to a job seeker if they're looking for a job in Dallas-Fort Worth in 2022? All right. So, top tip, I would say it's, it's who you know, <laughs> right? It's who you know. No, actually, I'm going to take that back. It's actually not who you know. If I had to go in order, I'm going to say it's who knows you. Okay. Okay. So if you can get attention, get attention online, a lot of people are applying online, but that isn't cutting it, right? It's not doing the trick. So their resume is just going in the black hole. So it's who knows you. If you can, first step I would say is to go polish up your LinkedIn profile and start promoting yourself, start marketing yourself, start letting people know what you do, what you're the expert in, what you are the, are, are the authority in. Sure. And what'll end up happening is people will start to see you. Got it. So it's who knows you. And then from there, then it's who you know. Got it. So would that be the second tip then? Yeah, that would be, <laughs> that'd be number two. It All is, right. it's who you know. Right that you can now reach out to and say, who's in your sphere of influence? Who are the people, the connections, colleagues, the old bosses, who can you reach out to that you can say, Hey, listen, you know, I'm looking for X, Y, Z and, and see how you can add value to their life. If you add value to their life, they're going to want to help you. And, but yeah, so your network, your direct sphere of influence. And then the last one would be what, you know, ah, okay. Yeah. Very good. So, who knows you? Who knows you? Who you, who know, you know? And then what you what know? You know. Yeah, in that in that order. In that order. <laughs> yeah, your skills are actually l the least, right? Because because you're in the marketing phase, right? You're in the marketing phase, but it's also think about that. Like in my life, it's always the people, right? If you really go back in your life and think about how you got to where you're at, yeah. 
it's usually not like the degrees and this and that. Okay, that's part of it. But it's usually the least part of it. It's usually you met this person and this door opened and you did this and that person connected you to this person. Like it's, oh, it is, at least for me, anyways, it's the people in my life that are where I'm, the reason why I'm here today sure. and in my, in the position I'm at today. So perfect. Well, we'll get, we'll get into more of that, obviously, as we, as we go along. But I want to give a shout out to Chuck Vanderweel, mm. who was on the board of directors of the Association for Business Technology Professionals. Yeah. When he brought you and Matt and Mark Foster, Foster yeah. over to our networking group. It's who you know. So that's right. So yeah, we're actually exactly. having another one of those on November eighth. Okay. So we'll we'll be publishing some information about that. There will probably be an ad that comes up right after I say this about <laughs> that event. <laughs> and uh, we're also having a ransomware panel. So we'll have Sid Modi, who is the he was a former assistant attorney general here in Dallas. He grew up in Plano. He was assistant attorney general for about seven years. He's now with Amalgamy and Meyer. So he's going to give the federal perspective and the private perspective from what you should do from a legal perspective if you ever get ransomware. Mm. And then we have Mark Urbis, who is a former board member of ABTP, who for the last four years has lived in Los Angeles as the chief information officer of California Pizza Kitchen. And he's going to talk a little bit about his experiences. Clay Aina, who is the CIO at OrthoFix. And Toby Buckaloo, who's our president at ABTP, but he's also the interim CIO at Tarleton State University. So we have multiple industries, plus one of the top cops who are really going to help people out to understand what they should and shouldn't do. And right before that, we have nine recruiters that will have jobs and, and they're looking for people. Nice. So if they come with who knows them yep. and who they know and who they know, and what they know. Yep. Then they're going to be set. To, they're going to be. Successful. They're going to be good. Yeah, absolutely. Like, think about it. It's always easier if if you're being recruited, right? If someone's knocking on your front door and they're saying, "Hey, Mike, I'd like to talk to you about this opportunity." Yeah, that's always easier than if you're reaching out to me, saying, "Hey, I'd like to talk to you about right. this opportunity." Right. It's always easier when it's inbound. Yeah. Right. So it's from somebody that you know and trust. Yeah. It, it, so that's who knows you. Yeah. Right. So, so if you're marketing yourself, you're positioning yourself as the expert, you've got content, you've got a, a really good strategy to bring people in inbound leads. Mm -hmm. Right. But then it's also who, you know, which would be outbound. Right. You're reaching out, you're knocking on some doors saying, Hey, I'd like to talk to you about this, that, and the other. And then lastly, it's the skills you have. I mean, you still have to be qualified. You still have to have, you know. You have to have the stuff. Yeah. But, but you can have all the stuff in the world. And if you don't know anybody and no one knows you, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. So I do want to thank you as well for the fabulous job that you and the guys have been doing with who you know for how many years now? Going on five years. Five years. Yeah. Okay. It's incredible. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess that you've, you've touched a million people that have you ever done any kind of the math on how many people have watched the show, have been inspired, have come back to you and said, Hey, I got the job of my dreams because I, I listened to you guys. Oh my gosh. No, I, I wish I had that. You know, it's interesting because I love, I love that you're saying that there's so many social channels now Yeah. that the total impressions. Yeah. 
is it's split. Right. And so one of the things that you it is tough because if you do total aggregate impressions, each episode gets about forty thousand total aggregate. I mean, you're talking about every channel though. Wow. LinkedIn, Facebook, right. you know, Twitter, TikTok. You're talking about each one. It's it's really kind of hard. And then all the the podcast channels, right? I mean, when you look at the total impressions of an episode and what the reach that it can have, yeah, pretty incredible. But yeah, it is hard to say. My largest following is, is actually on on LinkedIn, obviously, because of what we're doing with job search. Sure. But I do see that changing very soon. I see the just the way that. Things are going. YouTube is probably going to be the next the next phase. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And then I'm putting a ton of focus in the podcast. So I, I told you before we started. I actually my show went live. Well, not live. It's recorded, but it went live as a broadcast on Thursday on LinkedIn, and YouTube and Spotify and Twitter and Facebook all were running just fine, but LinkedIn, where my primary audience is, was not working. So I watched people come and go and come and go, and it was heartbreaking. Yeah. So we'll have to employ some of the things that we that you taught me to to change where that thing is coming out. So I think that's a prudent prudent point and and well taken. So thank you. Mm-hmm. So this is actually not our first time to sit down. No, first we've known each other for a couple of years because of the work that you do and also that we do with the Association of Business Technology Professionals. But at the Video Marketing World recently. How many, how many interviews did you do in three days? Yeah. So 21 interviews. Oh my. And the first day we only did, let's, let's take the first day off the, off the, the thing. Cause it was like a half day and mm-hmm. we were setting up and all of that. So I only did two interviews that first day. The okay. rest of them, 19 interviews in two days, like pop, 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 pop. It was amazing. Yeah. It was the, so cool. By the time that I, I got there on Friday, I ran up because I heard about it from Fanny. I was at a customer site on Thursday, so I couldn't be there on Thursday. But I ran up and I signed up and I got in on the morning of Saturday because <laughs> yeah. you had already filled out Friday almost entirely. But what is it like to do 21 30-minute interviews in, in a couple of days like that? Oh, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, actually. I got to meet a lot of different people. You stay on the whole time. Mm-hmm. We'll say that this time was much easier. Shout out to Real News PR mm-hmm. who helped produce it. And so in 2019, I did that and we, I brought my own equipment mm-hmm. and set it up and da, 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 da. And, and like, so if you could imagine, you know, the, you know, you, you got your son behind the, the, the screen right now, he's, right. he's doing all the switches, right? right? He's got the, he's got the controls, but imagine setting everything that you guys got going on up here, setting it up and then running doing it, it yourself. yourself, all of that <laughs> stuff and doing the interviews. Right. And I did that in 2019. And that was a lot. And, you know, we were trying to live stream it, which was the wrong move because you're dealing with hotel internet. Right. And so live streaming, you you need a a really good, you need ethernet. You need to be direct plugged in. Sure. And so at the end of it in 2019, all the content was awful. (laughs) It was awful. (laughs) It was awful. But no one knew the what. No one knew the difference. I was the man of that. I was the man at, at 2019 too. I was like, yeah. everybody was like, ah, oh, like I had people coming up. To, I mean, yeah, like it was awesome. 
Yeah. Even so though the content came out like was that. Was 2019 the first year that Video Networking World happened? It wasn't their first year. Okay. Actually, Scott, I think that was the first year Scott Simpson bought it. Okay. He, he took it over from okay. another gentleman. And, uh, and so, but yeah, that was the first year I attended. Fanny, okay. Fanny Dunnigan was the one that introduced me to Scott. Oh, really? And so, yep. I, uh, the whole story of how we got all that put together is pretty incredible. Yeah. So if you got just a minute, I'll tell sure, you. Sure, let's do it. So Scott or Fanny introduces me to Scott. So I had been doing the Who You Know show for maybe a year at that point. Mm -hmm. And I get introduced to him. And so I'm like, hey, Scott, come on the show. Because that was really the only value I had to provide. Right. <laughs> so it's like, hey. That's the first thing is like, how can I provide value to somebody? Sure. Because I knew he had something right. that was next level. And I'm right. like, okay. And I want it, I want in on that. Sure. So how do I provide value? Well, let me invite him on the show. So I invite him on the show. We basically do a commercial for him, a big, you know, promotional thing for him. And right. I'm like, I love it. And I was I told him, I was like, hey, you know what? I'll even run your commercial, your promo during our show for you. And so I gave him a free sponsorship, essentially, on our show, and we sure. run, we've run the the ad. And uh, I was like, I'd love to come out and maybe do live interviews at your at your conference. And he was like, You know what? I think that would bring a lot of energy. And he didn't charge me any sponsorship or anything because uh, nice. I was giving because you were doing it right. Yeah, yeah. And so which is a theme of your life. Yeah, I'm right? just like give. Yeah. So so I'm like yes, cool. So now, and then 2020, I, I kept trying to connect him with people. I'm like, okay, I need to push power to power, mm -hmm. right? Let me see if I can connect him with people that maybe could be potential speakers. And I did, and I connected him with Ethan Butte, who is the chief evangelist for BombBomb, which is a video software uh, tool, yeah. right? And so I connected with him, and Ethan was going to fly out and speak and this whole thing, so I'm putting connecting dots and then pandemic 2020 mm -hmm. right so it goes online mm -hmm. which by the way they did an amazing job they literally were scheduled for april the world shut down in march they were wow. they were scheduled for april for a on-prem show for a conference right, and then right they had to switch it to online like and they did a great job doing that yeah so i got to interview ethan during the the online version and then 2021 he invites me to MC it so i emceed the conference in person live again okay 2021 and i'd never emceed before that was my first time emceeing yeah. anything yeah and it was crazy fun though and then this year we did the the interviews again the 21 interviews yeah. yeah that was pretty amazing so the fun the fun thing from my perspective on being a host is the to help people like you get introduced to the world from a you perspective, not necessarily the guy that has the show and is doing all the stuff. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed sitting down and, and being interviewed by you. And one of the things that we're gonna do later is actually what I do, which is leadership development. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through your insight guide. Okay. But it was during the interview that we started talking about some of the things that you were noticing about how you were behaving towards certain people and we and you asked me to to, uh, yeah, to tell some, you some things yeah so. i got some i got some growing up to do 
okay? Well, you know, we're I, all wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? I got some growing up to do. I, I mean, I'm not shy to admit that I have a lot of flaws, right? And you always see online, you see all the highlight reels, people mm. looking, da, 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 da. you don't, you know, you don't see the real deal. So I'm trying to be as transparent as possible and put myself out there in a, in a you know, I think you do that regularly on your show too. Yeah, I like to put stuff out there. I, yeah. I, I, like, you know, we just had an episode released today. It's called the Slingshot Effect, and mm -hmm. it was all about what this year's been like for me. This year's actually been a a pullback. I've gone backwards this year, mm -hmm. right? Also, well, just in 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 business and production, and there, there's been some challenges. I've had some external challenges that are outside of my control sure but i looked at it and i was like okay so i've been doing a lot of stuff this year it's a lesson there's a lot of lessons in this year this is the year of the lessons and i have to look at it that way and so it's a slingshot because i'm i'm recreating so much uh, okay. stuff so that's why you say pulling back it's so the pullback it's basically you're on the you're on the elastic getting ready to oh yeah oh off. yeah and you have to look at it that way you gotta go I okay like as you because life has its ups and downs yeah right well when you're in the peaks and the valleys when you're in the valley are you learning are you listening are you asking questions are you figuring out hey wait a minute what what am i doing wrong yeah what and take accountability so many people don't want to take accountability yeah like figure out what you're doing wrong make the adjustments figure it out so that you can have a slingshot otherwise you're going to start from behind again and you're going right. to be trying to get back to where you were yeah. I don't want to be back to where I was. 2023, I don't want to be back to where I was. Yeah. I want to slingshot way past where I was. Sure. Right? And it's like, if you're going to go through hell, might as well get the reward for it. Yeah. Right? If you're going to go backwards and go through hell yeah. of going backwards, like, get the reward for it. I appreciate it. So, that. you know, this year's been challenging. It's been really challenging, but I'm learning a lot, and I see it. I feel it. I feel a wave coming right this year, I feel like I feel like I'm just getting set for that perfect wave. Yeah, I've missed a few. I'm like, <laughs> I've missed it. It's come and gone. I'm like, dang. <laughs> but I'm like, I feel that that perfect wave coming, and I'm just getting I'm getting set so I can. Yeah, I think I, I think there's a, a zeitgeist about that just in general right now too, because we don't know exactly what's going to happen in the next couple of months right but we're we're hopeful everybody's hopeful on all sides of the the, the political spectrum yeah that it's going to be better and i think i know that you do your part to make it better and that's why i'm doing the growing the next version of you show right which is to I love help that. people do exactly what you're talking about i like that slingshot effect i i might use that sometimes Just, yeah <laughs> and you think about when you think about a slingshot you're getting pulled and stretched yeah. and, and, and like, yeah, that's not, it's not comfortable. so comfortable. Right. Uh -uh. <laughs> exactly. It's not comfortable. Yeah. And so this year has been that year, yeah. but it's necessary. Yeah. It's ne that's the beautiful thing about it. It's necessary. Do you know how much, how many things I've recreated that are, Oh my gosh, Mike, they're so not like I've done so much work and I never would have done it. Right. If it's not for the pain, because right. we, we naturally want to solve that pain. Right. Like, this sucks. Yeah. I don't want this anymore. Like, so I, you start well, going in and, and just, I go to work recreating and, and, and I've 
created stuff that I'm like really proud of. I have a, a course that's going to launch next year and I've got a bunch of stuff in the works that I'm like, I'm really proud of and I wouldn't have done it. I would have kept making excuse, excuses about timing and yada, yada, yada. What's, you know the how name, long what's the name of the course? The name of the course is the Career Transition Academy. And then it's actually multiple courses in one. So you'll have a one that'll be for career transition folks who are needing to level up, mm -hmm. get back to their cash flow. Yep. And that one's the kind of big grand course, okay? But I can actually, I've, I've made it so where I can break it out in bite-sized pieces sure. and, do, and do mini courses, Sure. you know? So yeah, it's I'm excited about it. There's actually probably probably five courses within the within the whole okay. the big one. All right, well, I've taken note. We'll come we'll come back to yeah, that absolutely. when we come back to the other stuff too. Okay. So what I want to do, and I appreciate that. It's an awesome introduction to who you are as an individual and and why I asked you to come on. So thanks for that. Absolutely. I do want people to know a little bit more about you. So I'm going to go through your LinkedIn profile. Okay. You know, we've already talked a little bit about who you know. It's the Job Networking Show. And Trevor is the executive producer and host for the last two years and eight months. Before that, he was a host, a radio host, again, on the show. Now, did you guys rebrand who you know at that point? Is that is that why the break? The break there was because we had a previous studio. It was KVGI Radio. Oh, uh, right? okay. And uh, during the pandemic, they shut down. And so in June of 2020, right. that's when we moved to Real News PR Okay. at that point. Okay. And so it was radio, and then it turned into what it is today. Very cool. All right. Yeah. So you rolled with the punches back in that time, too. Yeah, we had a... We had a couple months where the show was on Zoom. Uh huh. Yeah. And the games, huh? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and that was cool. Yeah. That was cool. I like seeing all of those things. And it, it's, a, yeah. you're documenting a journey, which right. is so cool. Yeah. That's what I, if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see I have some old videos from other things that I've done in my life. Uh -huh. I left them there for that same reason. Absolutely. Because you can see, for, first of all, there's a technical progression, right? So you were shooting at 480 or whatever yeah, yeah. back in the old days. <laughs> and then, you know, so the quality gets better from a, from a, a technology, but also you get more polished you, and you understand how to do things better. And our first better. episode was awful. <laughs> it's yeah. so good it's so good i love it it's my favorite like my favorite episode is our first one because it was so awful i got in a fight with our guest yeah like off air after the show we we like not not fist fight but right we were arguing uh, <laughs> our guests who we brought on like they weren't happy <laughs> oh no they weren't happy and i wasn't happy with them we were just going back and forth it was awesome. well hopefully we don't we don't diverge into that was, no 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 <laughs> So, but you're also the founder and CEO of ClearPath Wealth Strategies. Yeah. So what is ClearPath? That's a financial services firm. And, okay. and yeah, we get to help the career transition folks. What I noticed was okay. they're going through the biggest financial transition of their life. Yep. You know, you get all of your, you know, most of the things that you get help with are at work. Yep. You got employee benefits, retirement you know, insurance, all those different things. So they have to backstop with something while they're looking. Yeah, you typically will have a gap or you have areas where you don't have anything at all. Right. And and then they just don't get help. You know, yeah. one of the biggest things that I found was that 
you know, the way we're conditioned, it's a conditioning. Like if you think about the 401k. Right. Right. Set it and forget it. Right. Comes out of your paycheck. Right. Right. You just yeah. don't, don't think about it. Right. That creates some some issues. Sure. That creates a lot of issues. Well, because spend, depending on your the strategy that you use to set it, it may change. Absolutely. In the, Times change. In, you know, in the five or ten years since you set that. It's also just bad conditioning from a you know management standpoint. Like yeah. like people just aren't you know, they don't think about that stuff. So anyways, yeah. it's it's that's a, so it's an advisory. You know, yeah, we, we get to help people, you know, really understand what their options are okay pros and cons you see a lot of pitfalls yeah people go through a lot of stuff like that and yeah, yeah. so that's what we do we get to help people with that stuff and and figure out what's the best options for them as they're going through that transition or after i, I tell people it's it's really before during and after a transition sure and so that's what we do perfect mm -hmm. so and and you're not a newbie in this either you've been with financial with new york life securities full-time since june, june of 2015 and did some other things before that yep do you want to go into those things today or do you want to just stay with with what we've got i mean i'm i'm an open book you know we we started the uh Again, we, we got a lot of questions with, when it came to the job seeker community mm -hmm. about those financial topics. And that's mm -hmm. why we created Clear Path Well Strategies was to specifically focus on those areas that people had questions. Perfect. So it is a completely separate and independent business from who you know. Right. A lot of people see that. But if people have more questions, they can just go to clearpathwealthstrategies.com. Perfect. Awesome. So why don't we why don't we transition into the and what I, I think of as kind of like the meat of this, which is the details about who you are. All right. So let me set this up just a little bit. Okay. Because in the Do I need the, to take a drink? You're already taking a drink, <laughs> so we'll have we'll have one together. Here you go. Like, okay. We're like <laughs> so you know, he's gonna tell you all some stuff. No, I'm not gonna I'm gonna get to tell you all the beautiful things. So this oh, okay. this is one of the most fun things that I get to do in leadership development, which is to sit down with an individual executive and walk through their insight guide. So being Gallup strength trained about, I don't know, seven years ago or so now, I've done this with about 3,800 people over my, of my leadership development career. So it's one, but like I said, it's one of the highlights. Gallup strengths actually tells you what you're best at, right? And their whole point is that if you, if you take what you're best at, and you use that as the lead on your career and on your life, mm -hmm. then you're going to be more successful because it's what gives you energy mm. because it's what you're good at what, you're what, you, at, what God made you to be good at is the way that I think about it. You know, other people may have other, other perspectives, but the sure. point is that it's way, the way you're made. Right. Right. And then the insight guide in particular, the reason I had you do the all 34 report instead of just the regular Gallup five top five strengths is this one is more of an in-depth analysis of who you are based on all your strengths and how they are correlated. So while, so here, I'll give you your copy of it. Okay. You've got a pen here somewhere. Yeah, I got it over here. Okay, great. And then, so, so Trevor's strengths are strategic, achiever, ideation, futuristic, and focus. So that's your top five. So you and I have two in common on the top, ideation and futuristic. Okay. Now, futuristic for me is in my top 10, but, but those, that's how it kind of comes together. So the reason I take note of that is because I, I know that not only do I like you, but now I know that we have something in common 
and we can both think about what is good for down the road, and then we can both come up with lots of ideas about how to get there. All right. So that's the futuristic ideation. Your first strength is strategic, which is also a futuristic thing. It's about how do I get to where I want to go? Yeah. So whenever you talk to people on who you know about where they're going and all that kind of stuff, you do that from the core of who you are. It's just natural to you. And then achiever, you like to win. Oh yeah. Right. You like to you like to drive, and that's primary primary why you've been in sales all your life. Right. Mm -hmm. You're good at it. You're good at it because you want the result, which is either the money or the accolades or those kinds of things. I wasn't always good at it. But oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But you were. You just yeah, didn't, I, you didn't know how to use it. So. I didn't have, again, the people. Remember I said the people? Yeah. So I started my sales career was in, in and sold electronics. And yeah. then, then I went to Harley-Davidson. I saw that. And people were crazy there. <laughs> the, the people were crazy. It's a whole culture. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. I got literally my first week there, me and my trainer got in a fist fight. Okay. And I was like 20 years old. Goodness gracious. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It was like biker you know what i'm part saying part of the deal you yeah, had to, yeah. You had to oh, go yeah. There. oh yeah this so was did like you win? yeah i did i did <laughs> we we actually both came out with a shiner but yeah but no so great. so no but like and i wasn't good there because i was in the wrong environment sure i had the wrong culture matters absolutely definitely so then i went to hyundai and i had a, a leader there who he was like a drill sergeant and he really just like lit me up and but but he believed in me and he was all i mean he he coached me awesome and we became like i tell people almost like uh enemies well no it was like bill bill belichick and and tom brady like uh, okay. he would you know yelling at each other and but it was there was a relationship and, and yeah. there was an in your face relationship but there was also respect yeah and i would run the play that he would tell me and i would I would score the touchdown. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was winning the championships. So I became a high achiever. So so the way that Gallup works is that it's not you don't start out with strengths, you start out with talents. Mm -hmm. So they're really they're really giving you an inventory of your talents. Okay. But the way that you that you develop a strength is by naming it, aiming it. So you have to know that you have it. Mm. Aim it at things that you want to do. Point it and then claim it, you know, basically, or no, claim it, aim it. Oh boy. I'm <laughs> and we are going to cut this out. Cut. <laughs> hey, the blooper reels. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll put that on there. Blooper reels. start this with that. Blo bloopers are the best. Is that better? It's okay. Sorry. So, and so, you know, too, just, just to FYI for everybody, because this is not live, right? Like we're not live. No. Right. We're just recording You're, and there's going to be edits. Totally say that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Cause it's not live. Yeah, exactly. And even if it was live, especially if it's live, you, you wouldn't be able to hear it, but yeah, like, all right. So it'll be better stuff out. It's all good. All right. So, so yeah. we're going to, we're going to start over. So the, so the, the whole thing <laughs> is that you start out with talents, but what you have to do from a Gallup perspective is you have to name it, aim it, and claim it. Ah, name it, aim so it, claim it. you name it. it, you say, I am an achiever. Mm. You aim it at what it is that you want to achieve. Okay. And then you claim that as the way that you are. Okay, so what about so, strategic? How would that work? I am strategic. 
you are you 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 have a bent towards strategic, but until you start exercising the muscle, it's just like working out. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to be able to be really super strategic. Okay. Right. And we'll get into more of the definitions here in a second. And we and you have focus, which also is a really powerful strength because you can ignore everything else in the world, but you'll get that done. That's whatever, how, whatever that, that is. That's how I. Oh my gosh, that's the only way I'm going to get it done. You want to know why? It's funny that they put focus as the strength. No, what it really means is I'm ADD. It means that's the only way because there's so many distractions. And I, I'm easily distracted that right. I have to. I have to shut everything well, else down. Well, I mean, it's a sign of intelligence because these are all things. It's like you have a lot going on in your mind. Oh, my God. But you're also able, because of the way that you're made, to focus that on getting a particular thing done yeah. and ignoring everything else. Oh, I will ignore everything else. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I can't so multitask. <laughs> okay, so the reason that I had you do the All 34 is because the top, definition here for strategic is this it's people who are especially talented in strategic theme create alternate ways to proceed faced with any given scenario they can quickly spot the relevant patterns and issues so that's cust that's a that's a a side by side with ideation right mm. so the way it's written but that is the shared description that everybody that has strategic is now what they do is they because they've taken the time to take all those questions and they've they've listed you from top strength to what they call lesser strengths in in Gallup there is no weakness it's just lesser strength okay so they've they ranked you all the way from the top to the thirty fourth strength and the bottom strengths are called lesser strengths right otherwise known as weaknesses okay so so they know you very well through these questions so this next the next definition. And this is the one where I'm going to have you underline things that as I'm reading it to you, you get excited about because you're like, yeah, that's me. Okay. Right. And then if there's anything in here that you're not so excited about, just circle that because that's something that is a possibility. We'll talk about that later. Okay. All right. So, because remember it's talents and, and it's not, it's not a strength until you exercise it. Okay. So what you're looking for is latent talents that you could use and you just haven't thought to use yet. All right. That's the way to think about the circles. So so ta talents that are lying dormant. Correct. They and that's a beautiful been... thing because because what that means is that there's a lot more of you that you can bring to the world if you just name it, aim it, and claim it. They need to be activated. I love that. Exactly. Okay. So remember, the first definition is two sentences. This next one is at least two paragraphs. So driven by your talents, you might appreciate straightforward, candid, and concise conversations. Yeah, so underline it if it's true. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, no fluff. Let's get to the Sometimes point. Sometimes you engage in dialogue with people who are willing to listen to the alternatives you present <laughs> because of your strengths. Wait, wait, wait. I love that. Sometimes I may have a conversation as long as they're going to listen to the alternatives that I present. So, well, that's what you're that's doing. pretty good. That's pretty I, I good. Mean, I'd say check, check so far. Yeah, right? Okay, check, check. Because of your strengths, you might generate certain types of ideas quickly. Occasionally, so that's a connection with ideation as well. Occasionally, you draw links between facts, events, people, problems, or solutions. You may present numerous options for consideration. Perhaps your innovative thinking fosters on ongoing dialogue between and among associates, committee members, teammates, and classmates. Hold on. Let's go back here. Let's go back. Yep. You may present numerous options for consideration. 
Yeah, I guess. Go ahead. Sorry. That's all right. By nature, you occasionally demonstrate an ease with language. Sometimes you effortly, effortlessly verbalize your thoughts. And I'd say that's pretty spot on, too. You might delight in the opportunity to share your insights. Yes. Maybe you derive exceptional pleasure from actively participating in conversations as long as group members pr propose ideas, seek solutions, and debate issues. So see, basically what this is, is you were made to do who you know, mm. right? Love that. Because all of this I see in spades anytime I watch you. Thank you. Chances are good that you may be viewed by some people as innovative and original thinker. Perhaps yeah. your ability to generate options causes others to see there is more than one way to obtain an objective. Now and then you help certain individuals select the best alternative, having weighed the pros and cons in light of prevailing circumstances or available resources. It's very likely that you can configure factual information or data in ways that reveal trends, raise issues, identify opportunities, or offer solutions. You bring an added dimension to discussions. You make sense out of seemingly un unrelated information, and you are likely to generate multiple action plans before you choose the best one. Mm, that last one, I'm trying to think. Multiple action plans before choosing the best one. Be like scenario, think, scenario planning. Yeah, I think I, I will maybe have thoughts. I guess that could be, you know, like I'll think of different things, mm -hmm. different ideas. I guess that's through the ideation of like, okay, what's the best solution? But I think I know what I know. Like, like I have a gut feeling about things and I go with that. Yeah. So it's not like I'm like, hmm, what do you think? And I'm like choosing different and I'm like A, so B, or C. Just circle that one. Okay. Because this might be a latent strength that you can utilize to, to help you become even better. Just that's the way to think about that's it. That's a good point. Good point. Okay. All right, so that's strategic. So let's go to the next one. All right. So the next one is achiever. The, the shared theme that any other ch achiever would have is people who are especially talented achiever theme have a great deal of stamina and work hard. They take great satisfaction from being busy and productive. Mm. Your Gallup Insight Guide definition of your achiever is instinctively, you sometimes put in long hours performing assigned tasks. Perhaps you do whatever is required, even when it means inconveniencing yourself. Yep. Depending on your biological clock, you might work overtime late in the night or in the wee hours of the morning. Mm -hmm. You may choose to wake up one, two, or three hours earlier than usual because you do your finest work when you're resting. Wake up earlier? No, I wake up early every morning, so I guess ah, you could say that. So you're doing it already. Yeah, I just, I'm like, I need, I need the rest the for time. sure, absolutely. Yeah. You try to make the best use of your mental or physical capabilities. Not always physical, but yeah. Yeah, I, I could do better with the gym. Let's put it that way. We'll circle that guy. All right. Because of your strengths, you often go out of your way to stay informed about newsworthy topics. Yeah, I would say that because of what I do with who you know, I am... You're incredibly informed. You have yeah. so many people that have so many different perspectives, right? Perspectives and, and then... And career paths. And, and then anytime you're creating content, I think that like original content, yeah, you have to kind of know your stuff or, or and do research. Yep. Right? And so I think a lot, most ideas are not... No, I think everybody, most people today now have remixes of certain things. And, sure. And kind of recreate, you know, it's kind of like this, for instance, like... 
like this is amazing. This is original content that we're doing right here, right around Clifton Strengths, yeah, Gallup, and specifically you. Well, yeah, which makes yeah. it even more interesting. So you know, but I mean, it's like, but yeah, I I do have to kind of like stay up to date on what's going on and research and all of that. So I would say that's true. Chances are good that you tend to be a very good advisor to many individuals. Yeah. When offering suggestions or asking questions, you probably are much more engaged, intense, and involved than usual. When offering suggestions and asking, oh yeah, definitely. By nature, you might have more staying power than some of the people with whom you interact. Correct. Perhaps you choose to extend your physical or mental energy on selected issues, chores, projects, or activities. Yeah. It's very likely that you might want to be the very best in certain fields or activities. Yep. Maybe you realize that excellence is the result of not only hard work, but also top quality materials and people. Mm. That's it. What did I say earlier? I know, I know. So, so this a, is like, it's pretty extraordinary, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty. This particularly explains why you devote yourself to some activities, but not others. Mm -hmm. So you choose where the, where the best use of your time is, and that's what you do. Absolutely. That's exactly. I don't like wasting time. <laughs> All right, so I'm happy to keep going with these if you want. You, you, you enjoying this? I like it. Okay. I think it's great. I mean, All right, so I the next one is ideation. So okay. people who are especially talented in ideation theme are fascinated by ideas. They're able to find connections between seemingly disparate phenomena. Now that's the shared general theme. And then the your your specific definition is because of your strengths, you may be the person to whom group members turn for original thoughts. Perhaps ideas pop into your consciousness as soon as someone describes a problem or an opportunity. Instinctively, you might welcome opportunities to exchange new theories, innovative thoughts, or intriguing concepts. Mm -hmm. See, this is, I see you do that regularly. Yeah, this is... Perhaps the original thinking of individuals stimulates your creativity. So you riff with people really well, right? It's just like, it's a natural talent that you have. Yeah. Perhaps you lose enthusiasm or become bored when you're forced to follow standard operating procedures. Oh, more, more than, more than bored. I'm like, yeah, like, come on, seriously. I, I don't want to be put in a box. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so that's, you know, let me tell you something. And this is interesting right here. I was having this conversation the other day where like my entire life, my, one of my greatest gifts is this, the fact that I'm outside the box. Right. And I can, I can really see things from different perspectives and lens and come up with solutions and ideas and all of that. Right. At the same time, it's also one of my biggest weaknesses, I feel, because it's created a lot of friction. Yeah. Because... I challenge things. And you see it so clearly. I see it so clearly yeah. and I'm so passionate about it. I'm like, da, 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 da. And like when it comes to leadership and they see this and it becomes like a challenge, like it's caused a lot of friction in my sure, life. Sure, sure. So, and this reminds me when we, when I was on your show, yeah. the reason we're doing this is because you were, you said that you had had a, a relationship that didn't work out mm -hmm. and that, and that, at some level, you were too much of a hard yeah. X. You know, yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah. remember exactly what you said, but I think you said that. <laughs> so, and I said, well, so that, so basically what that means is that sometimes because we are cer a certain way, we overdo that, right? 
So in Gallup, another, th another thing that they introduce is balcony and basement behaviors for your strengths. So while you and I, we, we both share this one. So I own what you just said too. Okay. And, I, and I get sideways with people pretty easily too if I'm not careful. Mm -hmm. I also have maximizer, that's my Germanic side, which is just like, and that's what Paul and I were talking about earlier, right? It's like whenever it needs to be done, it needs to be done right and well and fast and on time. Right. You know, and then, and it's just like all I can do to not just like get really upset when it's not. Yeah. Now I got a little upset, but I didn't get super upset, right, Paul? <laughs> but the point is that in those moments you have to check yourself because yeah. if you wait for somebody else to check you then it's too you're, you've gone too far yeah and and what we as as experienced leaders do is that we know how to get things done mm. right and with people that are that are less passionate than we are Sometimes we push too hard. Yeah. Right. So the 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 balcony behavior of ideation is the ability, like we were talking about at the front, to you know delight in generating new ideas and innovative ideas for certain tasks and all that kind of stuff. And when others aren't as excited about as it as we are, to let them be. That would be a balcony behavior. A basement behavior would be to go after them. And basically tell them what you really think about them because they're not as enthusiastic about what you are or whatever you're doing or whatever. So, so that's the that's the way to think of it. It's like, what is the socially acceptable use of the strength? That's the balcony. And the socially unacceptable use of that strength is the basement. So what happens if if you're out of control with your strength is that others will see your strength as a weakness. Right. Because they experience it as a weakness, right. so it's the it's the it's the the key is to look at yourself through the lens of the partner in the in the relationship or in the in the group or whatever, and then say, what do I want to be known as, mm. right? You know what I think it is too. Yep, is when people when I have an opportunity to show people all sides. Yeah, meaning. So, so the reason why we brought this conversation up was because I recently, my assistant of six years, she, yeah. she resigned and, right. and, and so I kind of took that hard, you know, and, and so I thought about, okay, where, where can I take ownership in this? Right. And a big part of the change was, you know, pre-pandemic office environment, I'm able to show love. Like literally, I, I mean, in the morning, I'm like, give me my hugs and right. get my hugs in and like, like, I'm, I'm like. I want to give the rewards when the rewards are there, Yeah. but I'm also no nonsense. So if it's like, Hey, listen, we got to, you know, but when things went to remote, right. And, and she was working at home and stuff like that. Right. The positive affirmations weren't always there. Right. And so the only time I was reaching out was when there was an issue. Right. Right. That's it. Because, right. And and it wasn't all because that. Because you're often. not going to call to say necessarily just to say thank you for doing what you need to be doing anyway. And and, and right. So, but but Trevor should have been Trevor. This is beautiful for the, for our audience because yeah. right now we're still in a hybrid situation in most situations, right? It's a it's a battle that it's is going everybody's on. issue. Yeah. It really is, and yeah. so like those micro touch points that you would get in an office environment. Mm -hmm to show people that you care about them, that you appreciate them and they're right. valued and all those things, yep. 
those little micro, you know, they 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 they're so small, but they mean, right? Yeah. And you don't get those little micro touch points in a remote environment. Yeah. So you have to force that. You, I mean, you literally just got to call them, I guess, and say, hey, well, you know, just check on you. Just want to see how you're doing. Just. And I'm not really good with again wasting time, small talk, right, blah, blah, right, blah. right, right, because you're focused. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> so so it'll be a week or two weeks because you know she was ama doing amazing actually. She was just doing her thing. Right. But the only times I would reach out was, was if there was something wrong. Right. And I think she felt that, and mm -hmm. it, it over time, right, that became like yeah a thing. So, anyways, yeah. A learning thing. I mean, and, it, and I think the, the world's learning that right now. Sure. All right. So let's keep going. So maybe you know when individuals approve or disapprove of your contributions, accomplishments, talents, shortcomings, words, or deeds. Oh, I forgot the first part of that, which is by nature, you sometimes are aware of opinions people have of you. And that's, that's, what, that, that's where we got into this. So driven by your talents, you may have more innovative concepts to suggest to the group than some of your teammates. Yes. Perhaps you use methodical reasoning to explain your proposals and present and present your ideas. Mm, methodical. I don't know about that. I'm not sure about methodical. But well, circle that one because that may be something that you, you could add, and it might help Yeah. You. Methodical reasoning. Yeah. Maybe people take seriously what you say if your forethought and preparation are apparent. Mm. Now and then your ideas have such importance that they can influence or impress particular individuals. And I think, I mean, honestly, if you, you know, if I look at the body of work that you have, the reason that, that people keep coming back to the show and are excited about it is for all of these things, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So one of the things too is to not necessarily dwell. This is a strength. Sure. Right? So this is something that you're really good at. You don't have to dwell on the basement behavior. Just know that it's there. And then don't go there. Draw a line for yourself so that somebody else doesn't have to draw it for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. Let's go to futuristic. This one's pretty cool too. So the standard explanation is people who are extremely talented in futuristic theme are inspired by the future and what could be. They inspire others with the vision of the future. So that's the generic futuristic theme. So that by itself is fine. If you get the Strength Finder 2.0 book, then you can get that kind of definition. If you want these insight guides, you need to get the $49 upgrade, which is the all 34 report. So that's kind of how it works. So your personalized strength for, for futuristic is this. It's very likely that you are somewhat reasonable about what you plan to accomplish in the future. Perhaps you can identify steps and, and the order in which you must perform them. That's true. So let's talk about that a little bit with your slingshot thing. So is yeah. that a, is that a, I mean, did you did you make a cognitive decision to slingshot, or was it things happened and then you did it? So how how does how did that come about? No, it was definitely well. No, things happened, and then during the the pain is when I decided, okay, let's double down okay. and turn this into a slingshot because okay. you can let it happen to you, right? Or you can you can use that as rocket fuel and just just launch and yeah. Uh, so yeah it was like okay 2022 is not great okay how do we how do we leverage that how do i sure. actually make that a, a strength and not a not a weakness so right. i can look at 2022 as is my foundation building 
like this is why I, I it's like let's go back to square one let's build the foundations and let's build them bigger this time let's let's really do it right perfect you know and in order to remodel the kitchen you know you got to rip out some cabinets exactly you know what i mean and so There's always the destruction period that's that's this year and i'm like okay cool but like i'm i'm looking at this like we're we're ripping cabinets out we're yep. you know so it's, it looks a little ugly this year when you look at it right now but next year's going to be beautiful and and the next part is so to some degree this improves the chances of reaching your intended goal chances are good that you might create vivid mental images of what you plan to accomplish in the next weeks months or years yeah so what is that what is that at the end of the slingshot as you're being launched what is that what does that look like for you oh we're creating a big problem a good problem positive okay. problem impact okay so this course is literally it's a four thousand dollar value okay? right total all in yep now i'm gonna do something that I, I may regret. <laughs> I may regret later, but I'm going to create a big problem. I'm literally going to give it away for free, the entire thing, with, with there's one catch. The catch is a campaign that I'm launching called Pay It Forward. Mm -hmm. And so essentially, in order to get access to the course and all the materials and everything that go with it, they have to send me three people. And so those three people I'm going to train mm. to send me three more people. Okay. And those people. And so what happens is the math on it exponentially gets crazy. You do that just 12 times and it's mm. over one and a half million people. Wow. So I'm literally trying to create such a crazy problem before I ever actually bring it to market and actually start charging for it. Nice. And so I, I've already been testing it. And it works really, really well. People are like, wow. And they're like, anyway, it's exciting. It's exciting to see when I, when I launch it, the problem that it can, the impact that it can create. Like right. that's, that's what it's going to do. I literally want to give it away until I can't, literally can't take the demand anymore because there is, it's not just a course. There's actually group coaching and one-on-one -on -one coaching and there's there's support that goes with it. Sure. There's actually work that we do on the back end. So it's actually sure. going to cost me money right. to give it away. Right. It, it's not. Anyway, so I'm excited about it. I want to do it until I can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. But that means that's the time. At that point, the demand will be so, so large that hopefully I can even charge a premium for it at that point. But Very cool. And I'll have made an impact. Well, that's a futuristic way of looking at things, which yeah. is exactly what we're talking about. So by nature, you sometimes envision mental pictures of what you want your world or yourself to look like weeks, months, years, or decades from now. Mm -hmm. Because of your strengths, you may sense that your life has deep meaning with remarkable vividness. And you've talked about this several times, so I'm going to go ahead and go there. So you, you're not a victim, right? Something happened, it bothered you, and you doubled down on the victor side. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I used to be a victim. Yeah. So, Absolutely. So talk about that. Yeah, I used to be a victim for sure. Yeah. So. So how'd you get out of that? My father. Okay. You know, I was talking a little bit before we started airing, you know, mm -hmm. growing up with my mom, 
you know, as a teenager doing drugs and with my mom and getting in a lot of trouble, I was in and out of juvie and, you know, I was a, I was actually a felon by 13. Wow. At 13 years old, I was a felon. Mm-hmm. Luckily, that is all my juvenile record and, right. and you can't see any of that. So thank exp- God for that. Expunged or whatever they call it. Yeah, you can't see it. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. I'm so grateful for that, by the way. Mm-hmm. The other day I was going through and I was doing this application for some licensing and all of those questions. Have you been convicted of a felon? And, da, 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 and I'm clicking and I'm, I'm going, no, 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 no. And I can, le- I can right. legally answer no to all this stuff. And I'm right. like, thank you, God. Thank like God. I, took, I was like, God, <laughs> this, this could have been so much differently. Yeah. What if I had to click yes to some of these things? Anyways. Right. I had a rough or a pretty rough childhood and I did have victim mentality. You couldn't tell me anything. You like, cause I think a lot of this stuff was true. I still had this outside the box thinking all of those different things, but I'm young and, and, and I didn't have focus, structure. Focusing it in a different, in a wrong direction. I of. say that all the time. Yeah. I had a lot of energy and I needed a positive place to channel my energy. Right. And I was channeling my energy in all the wrong places yeah. and I had all the wrong people. Remember I said, people's a strength had all the wrong people around me. Yeah. Those were my role models. Yeah. These really bad influences. Yeah. And so so I was getting in trouble, making mistakes. Actually, juvie was a great thing for me because it scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Like jail scared the crap out of me. Right. Like I thought I was hard. <laughs> then I would get to jail. I'm like, I'm not hard. Like there's a bunch of criminals around me. They're like, you know, eat me up. So, and then I went, and then I went to my dad's and my dad taught me discipline and structure and accountability. And like, I just learned so much about that, but I did used to be a victim. I was like, you can't tell me nothing, mm-hmm. you know? And now that I know both sides, it's another one of blessings is that because I've lived both sides, like I guess I could smell victim. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Like, take accountability. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. quit that. You know? It's not going to get you anywhere. Was Richard Miles on your Richard show? Richard Miles. Has, has that broadcast? Yes. Well, on the podcast, no. But, okay. uh, but uh, yeah, it's on it's on YouTube and okay. on our other channels, yes. All right. So the gentleman that I'm referring to, Richard Miles, has started. Is it the, the Miles Foundation? Richard Miles. Miles to freedom. freedom. Miles, Miles of freedom. freedom. Yeah. yeah. He was wrongly incarcerated for 12 years or something like that. I think it was like 20 something. It was goodness gracious. For, for I'm actually, yeah. he, he and I've been talking about getting him to come out here for, for this show as well. But inspiration, I was blown away by his humility yeah. and his ability to forgive. I mean, I, mm. you know, talking about somebody that was literally a victim. Well, and he said, well, he was a victim. Yeah. Like truthfully, tr- truthfully a victim. Yeah. And he was living the victim mentality, Yeah, remember? And yeah. he said that there was a guard mm. that would always say, hey, good morning. And he'd be like, mm. what's good? Yeah, yeah, what's good about it? And he was in that yeah. funk. Yeah. And she she changed his mindset. Yeah. And uh, happiness is a choice. Yeah. You can choose to be happy. Even in, even in this year, like what I'm going through, you can choose to be happy even when you're going through hell. Yeah. Choose. Yeah. So the, the, I think of, of choosing joy because yeah. ha- ha- joy you can have regardless of the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Happiness is just a, is a thing that's 
tempor it's temporary. Yeah, like can like I'm happy I got this new car. Right. <laughs> but a year from now it's not new anymore. Right. It's like, eh, it's, it's my car. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That makes awesome. Sense. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So let's finish this one out. So perhaps you strive to transform these possibilities into reality. Driven by your talents, you might intentionally take charge of your future. Yeah. You might be determined to shape it as you wish. This particularly explains why you set aside some time to ponder your goals. You may be impelled to create the experiences you desire. To some extent, you might agree with the notion if you if you can think it, you can make it happen. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I, that that's a hundred percent. Like like I, I think about everything that we had. Like somebody thought of this glass, they thought of that mixture, however you make, you know, alcohol. You know, they thought of this. Pin. I mean, everything we are created, we're made in, in our father's image. Yep. Father's the creator. Yep. And so if you can think it, you're absolutely right. That's right. Like meta, <laughs> we're going to be in the, you know, I mean, think about it. Seriously, we got electric cars. Yeah. They got flying cars too, by the way. They got all this stuff. Jetsons is here. We just have, it's not mainstream yet. You know what yeah. I mean? But they've got like the drone cars. Right. When you think about just, we're pretty powerful, man. Mankind's power. If you could think of it, you can definitely do it. Yeah. But you know what you need in order to make it happen? Here's what I've realized. Because I have amazing vision, big vision. You can't do it without people. You can't do it by yourself. Right. You've got to be able to cast that vision. And that's an area I'm still learning is casting the vision and getting other people to buy into it and help support and like come together. Yeah. Because you can't do it on your own. Well, in, in the New Testament, it's talking about Abraham and basically being the father of many nations because of faith. And the second part of the scripture, it says, because God says things as though they were that aren't. Now, that's the King James Version. So the translation, the modern English translation is that he brings things into being that aren't. Mm. Right. And because we're made in his image. We are also creators of things that aren't as though they are. Wow. And, it, and that's, I mean, that makes me kind of tingle a little bit. You know, yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. That's absolutely. Um, we are definitely creative beings. Oh, 100. We're, we're in his image made like him. You know, I think about like, <laughs> like, think about it. What the heck is this anyways? Like what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's incredible what. Yeah. We went from striking, you know, rocks together to get a spark, right? To like what we're, you know. Yeah. Well, I showed you. I showed you my box before, yeah. right? All the things I, I'm teaching a digital transformation class at Dallas Baptist University, and the first day I brought a big box of things. I included my King James Bible from college, and all these devices: a GPS device, a DVD player. May have been a, just a CD player. I don't remember which. All kinds of things that the iPhone replaces. Yeah. Those whole industries are gone. They don't do it anymore. There's well, no reason. And I to. think about too sometimes, like, how smart are we really now? I think we're. I, if I had to guess, if I, and I don't know this to be true, but if I had to guess, it's almost like a bell curve that mankind is is going on. Because you're gonna hear me out. Technology is becoming our weakness mm. because. You think about like the great inventors and, yeah. and scientists and Albert Einstein and all these people like they were like figuring stuff out. They were so, like, cre like, you know what I mean? And nowadays 
I don't need to know all these theories and all this different stuff. Like I got Google in my pocket and right. like this, this is, this is what's smart. I'm not smart. I just, I know how to use this as a tool. This is right. now just a tool. Right. Knowledge is a tool now Yeah. where knowledge used to be something that you had to go like figure out. To find. Yeah. Right. You had to go yeah. find knowledge. Now but, knowledge is just a, another tool. Like I got, I got a hammer. I got knowledge right here. Let's figure it out. Yeah, but the next the next step up is wisdom, which is wisdom. How, how do I use that knowledge to better my family, mm. myself, my neighbor, That's true. my community? Because because right because here, there's so much garbage in there too. Absolutely. Yeah, this right here is good and evil. Yeah, knowledge of good and evil. Yeah, it's it's no wonder why. Yeah, apple. I have, a, I have a friend that told me the other day he thinks it's the second apple. Oh yeah, I, I had that. I remember when I looked at it and I said, "Man, is the bite the bite out of right. the apple?" Right, right. The one bite. Right. The the power of knowledge and good of good, good and evil. It's yeah. crazy when you think about it. But it yeah. Is. Anyway, do you know Jordan Peterson? Yeah. So he interviews. I like him actually. He's awesome. He is. I, I use his book in my leadership classes and the Twelve Rules. I don't know why he's so controversial. I think he just speaks truths and so like he's, he's controversial very, to people who don't listen to what he talks about. Yeah. And from an ideological, ideological perspective. But if you listen to him, I mean, his, he wrote a book called Maps of Meaning, which was not very well. It's a very book, so it's not accessible. I don't even think I would, I would read it given the way that he describes it. I know he just makes me think. He's a, he that. is a, a tremendous thinker. Well, he has this guy on his podcast named Ian McGilchrist. Okay. And he's on there for two hours and he's talking about this latest book that he's written, but hasn't come out yet. Mm -hmm. And Peterson has, has seen the, the, the transcript of the book. It hasn't, hasn't come out yet. And he's blown away by this guy. So this guy is a scientist and he basically has been that in the, in the modern society, we're kind of putting our right brain to sleep because the the left brain is what you know most people are are right-handed so the left brain is the logical scientific side of our of our being the right side is the side that as McGorka says when birds are looking around the world they can see what the world is but their left side of the brain can distinguish between a rock and a seed mm -hmm. right so there are there are we have two hemispheres to our brain because it's it's necessary for life right for for lesser animals it's so that they survive they're not so focused on getting the seed that they're not looking around the world to see that hawk that's just about to come and land on them while they're getting the seed right, right. that kind of thing yeah it's like and your, yeah 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 so it's the it's the bigger it's the bigger function kind of part of the brain and because we have been so focused for the last 200 years in breaking things down to smaller and smaller and smaller pieces that we're putting the spiritual side of ourselves to sleep mm. by the way that we're focusing on the stuff and not what we are. So chew on that a little bit and yeah. I'll send you the link to that podcast. I guarantee it will blow your mind. Well, and I also think to your point, there's so many distractions now. Mm -hmm. Like I wonder what the stats are on how many advertisements you, you see or hear in a day probably pretty remarkable if you had to think about like what what is the average number of advertisements you see or hear right in a day where somebody I mean, else is telling you what to think what to do what to think i mean <laughs> hell let's just let's just be real even yeah. even on this show i mean every show i mean every i mean we we talked about your events and things like right that was an advertisement so right. i mean it's everywhere 
no matter where you go, where you do, like, I wonder how many. And so, and it's almost becoming like, you almost get numb to it. You don't even realize it's happening. Yeah. But you got advertisement, advertisement, advertisement. And, and you just, you know what I mean? I do. I do. I'm going to go ahead and go with your theme. So, so like you, I have classes online. I actually just yeah. created one on how to create some advertisement. <laughs> How to create something from nothing, and yes. I'm giving it away. It's a, it's a hey, mini course. It's only five minutes, okay. but it's fun. I, I just did it because I'm, I was thinking about coming out of video marketing world. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to get my content from hours to oh, yeah. minutes, yeah. kind of things, right? So I, here in Highland Village, when we moved here, there were no trails. So I joined the Parks Foundation, and we created a plan, and then we got the plan funded and all that kind of stuff. So that was something out of nothing. We basically had to do what you're doing, which is I'm, I'm in a place where I don't have a trail. What do I need to do to get a trail? We got it funded by the federal government, so it didn't cost us anything individually. I mean, all of us pay taxes, but, right. but, but it took 10 years to get it done. Wow, that's amazing. Right? So that's something out of nothing. So that class is out there on Nook.com. We'll give you the, the link later. But uh, but yeah, everything is advertising. There's an advertisement <laughs> in everything. And, and so I guess where I was going with that is that like we're just distracted, I feel like, that you're just constantly being bombarded every single day. And every day is getting faster and faster and faster because the speed of technology and the speed of information, right. the speed of what you're hearing, you know, think about, what our brains have to process, what's actually going in right. every single day, how much information. Yep. And it's pretty remarkable. Like I, and I know they talk about stats where people are going to, they're going to see Alzheimer's going way up because what's happening is where our brains are doing this start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're talking about multitasking and no, no, multitasking actually tasking is actually not good for your brain. Well, we don't do it. Yeah, we focus on one thing at a time. Right. Focus. And so you're you're going start stop right. start stop right. start stop. Right. Every time your phone goes ding and you're like start right. stop start stop. Your brain's just and and I think that's a big reason why we're seeing um, those Alzheimer's numbers going up. Mm. And uh, anyway, it's interesting. I think people need to take time, intentional time with peace and quiet no distractions just old school like get a piece of paper and a pen because I, I even i will do that I, I i had a meeting the other day where they were talking about taking notes on a tablet and taking notes you know digitally and this that and the other and i was like no i'm sorry i'm old school and there's something about writing things down physically yeah on paper and also if you're doing it digitally there could be other distractions so i right. like to be quiet pen and pad i i i still take notes on a pad i don't even have to refer to them oftentimes because i have a mental image i, I may not know exactly what i said or what i wrote but i can remember better by writing right and maybe that's just because that's how we were taught i think there's maybe, maybe over time we we can do the other way, but yeah, I think there is something to it. Well, it's just also when I'm on the computer and I'm doing stuff, there's just other distractions. Like I'll be, yeah. let's say I'm taking notes or doing whatever. And all of a sudden an email pops up. Bling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I have to start, stop, start, stop because I get, <laughs> Oh, let me go see what that email was. Right. Ah, no, exactly. Like I, it's just like, that's yeah, where I said, literally I have to shut everything down. I'm like, I am in this. Yeah. Right. 
in this moment. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing, Eckhart Tolle says that that's all you ever have is that moment. So if you allow yourself to be bifurcated or torn apart, I guess that's the, the, the easy way to say that, mm. by all these distractions, that we become less human than we could be. Mm. It could also be explained with me why I've got, I've got a lot of, I have a lot of ideas. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of things. Well, on ideation is like number two. Yeah, I got like all <laughs> kinds of things. Yeah. And so for me, another thing that I've started doing is, okay, let's list out all those ideas. Yeah. Let's get it on paper. Yeah. Now let's prioritize those ideas. Right. Because, again, uh -huh. chasing the new shiny <laughs> thing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's it. That is important. There's a reason why I'm writing it down here. This is right. super important, but it's just not it's as not important as, as this. Right. This is the important thing now. Yeah. And... Also, a lot of the times these things are projects. They're, they're not, you can't, they're not tasks that you can get done like that. Right. And so it's like, but the all beautiful right. thing about the way that you're made, you have futuristic and achiever to kind of balance out your ideation. Right. Just within yourself. Right. You have to be strategic about it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know that there has to be thought about how you get from point A to point B to point C. Yeah. And if you keep on spinning on all the the little ideas that and i still do a little bit i still i we all do i, I do <laughs> but it helps to do that it helps to list it out prioritize it and then every day go down those and say how am i getting closer to this yeah what do i need to do today what's the test the micro test that i need to do to get yeah. to my top goal and then down that list yeah the to-do items the tasks so anyway that's what helps me that's awesome. I talked about one of my influencers, Jordan Peterson. I just listened to Lex Friedman interview Kanye West, who now goes by Ye. Yay. Yay. And oh, I actually, so I don't know what you think about him, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I gained a lot of respect for him in that interview. It was a, it's a couple of hours. There's sometimes, I think that guy, okay, so this is my feelings on him. He's also got all probably a lot of these same qualities he's visionary he's he's yeah. out, he's a he's a free thinker he's yeah. but i also there's sometimes where i'm like what you're saying doesn't really make sense there are sometimes where i'm like that actually makes sense and sometimes i'm like bro i'm just not following you like yeah. i and i'm trying to because i respect it actually i respect the free thinker yeah i, I don't think anybody should be silenced or any of that but sometimes i'm like okay and then you hear everybody talking about like he he needs medication for certain things and la la la. And so I'm like, all right. He actually explains that in the interview. Okay, tell so, me your perspective because I think it could. So also I mean, I, I I I am not. I've I've never been into the hip rap music kind of scene. I, you know, I grew up on country music in Houston, Texas, and and then I did a show choir in college, and and I like I worked at a performing arts hall and and listened to classical music. That's not my scene either, but I've, I've listened to a lot of different kinds of music and yeah. I, I don't necessarily appreciate that kind of music. music it just yeah. is what it is. Right. So some teach his own. And then, you know, he is, he's, he was married to one of the most beautiful women in the world, not my, my bystanders, but by everybody else's standards. Right. And he's actually, I mean, he is a bit full of himself. Mm. Oh, totally. but he's also, I mean, he, he talks about one of the things that he kept coming back around to is track record. 
track record in most albums sold, most money made, you know, in the fashion industry, kind of taking it by storm and all that kind of things. And there was one other industry, I don't remember what it was, but so he is, he's a, he's, he is a very out of the box thinker mm. for sure. Oh, he's out of the box. Thinker. But, but he also has some observations of the world that I think he is willing to make because he doesn't have to worry about it. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. So when people are free by free to say things and not worry about it, it's worth listening to because they're, because I mean, he has pain and he talks about his pain, but anyway, I'd love, I'd, I'd love, love it for you to hear it. And next time we go to lunch or something, we'll talk about it. No, absolutely. It's, I- it's a, it's a good, I, I, I gained a lot of respect for him. I, I also see. This is, remember I told you I, I, I could see this earlier in this episode. I see right now, this may not always be, yeah. but I see right now, I see victim mentality. With him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Lex called him on it. Yeah, I see it because he's, like you said, he was married to the be- most beautiful woman. Right. You know, and he's got these ideas and thoughts and, and all this stuff, and the world is kind of like trying to shut him up, trying right. to silence him, all right. of that. And he started going into like the video I watched the other day was him kind of going at the the Jews and and, and, and Lex and, takes him to task on that too. It's yeah. a, and, it and is he's a just phenomenal kind of pointing the finger at like now I get some of the some of the stuff he's talking about may be true. Maybe in, in Hollywood right and in some of these spaces the right. Jews kind of run things. I, listen, I don't know anything about that world to be honest with you, so I can't even really speak to it. Right. I just know what he's saying and and you know, I've seen some different different perspectives on it, but anyways, but I just see him like dude, and this is my opinion. Like, bro, you got a maid. Like why? Why are you going there and and because he talks about you know, the Nike deals and this, that, and the other. I feel like some deals got closed down for him. You know, he's, he's creating Yeezy shoes or whatever. Right, like, right. I don't know. Like, some deals probably got shut down. He got his, you know, his wife got taken from him by some weasel-looking dude. That guy, I'm like, really? Anyway. He was a Saturday Night Live comic. He looks like a... Anyways, I don't want to go there. He does, like, <laughs> wow, to go Kanye, or to go Kim and... That didn't match up. But anyway, you see that and you go, that's got to hurt too. Right. To go, wow, she left him for that guy? Right. That guy looks like a weasel. Anyway, so he's losing. He's not used to losing. Right. This guy's a major winner. He's been winning for a long time. Right. And now he's starting to lose. Right. And he's, I think he's, I feel victim mentality coming from him. And yeah, so, and so victim mentality. So listen, listen, to, the, with, listen to the interview because Lex t- calls him on that and, and he basically says, okay, I, I can own that. Okay. Well, you that's know, cool. so, and so it's a, it's a, it is a quality conversation. Yeah. I want to see that interview. Send it, it is, to me. Yeah. Because I, I feel like if you take visionary, I'd, you know, all of these, uh, some of these qualities, <laughs> like, outside the box and like you're a free thinker and you're and you're a billionaire i guess he's got right. you know he's he's a winner and like all these things and you throw a little victim mentality in there that's almost a that's like a he's it's it's a kind of an interesting combination listen, to throw in there listen to the interview because I, I i think he's he's a he has a lot more depth depth to him than okay. than you'll hear that's and that's why I like long format, right? Because 
you once can... somebody sits here and listens to you for an hour and a half, yeah, they're going to know you quite well. Yeah, right. And and I've enjoyed that part of of getting to know you that well too. Well, I appreciate it, and that's yeah. part of the problem with social media and everything the way it is, because you have long form, but you also have this extremely short form, and so right. they're clipping out little pieces, and so right. Like even in this interview, I'm sure you could probably clip out a little piece where it make me look crazy. Okay, if well, you just ran and, that one and just for the record, I, I I have nothing against any Jewish people, right? Yeah, yeah. So just by saying that I that I think Kanye has some points, I know I don't agree with him on that point. But and Lex takes him to task multiple times for it, and right. finally gets him to stop it. At least in the inter in the interview. Listen, I don't so, know. I don't know anything about it. To be honest with you, it, like like I he has he has observations about people, and this is Lex's deal is like talk about the people, don't talk no. about that they are Jewish because it's not because they're Jewish that they're doing these things, they're doing it because they are doing it, and he didn't even give it a he didn't even give it a a, a good or bad people kind of a thing he basically said they are people and they're doing these things yeah. so talk about them and not about what their you know what their race is basically yeah and well, it, it and, was and, a, you know, it was I, I could see okay so here's something else that i think is interesting right is that stereotypes okay stereotypes are there for a reason right Okay. They're not the rule. Right. Right. Just because you have a certain stereotype about whatever doesn't mean that everyone is like that. But the reason why stereotypes exist is because there's a lot of truth in it. Well, there's patterns. There's patterns. Patterns that people get into. Culture. It's really when you say stereotypes, it's really cultures. Right. There are things that, you know, white people do, that black people do, that, that different cultures Absolutely. do that are different. Like, and, and you know what is a blessing uh, of the way I grew up is I grew up around every different culture. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. I had I had black people, yeah. Hispanic people. I had the the goth, okay, all black, fingernail polished. I had the the punk rockers. I had the the candy flippers, which were doing acid and ecstasy and all this kind of stuff, doing them all. It's, and they got the glow sticks and the right and all of that. I had literally pimps. There were homosexuals in the in the house. Every every culture mm. I grew up with mm. in and out of the house. Okay. All of it. And it's a blessing actually. And let me explain why. Because I'm able to identify mm -hmm. and able to communicate with all people. Types, yeah. And in able to really understand this main point right here that we're all flawed we're all messed up each and every one of us we're all just a bunch of sinners all of us and i don't feel like i'm better than anyone because anything like i just see people and i, I think yeah. that you know we all have the same color right you cut us open it's blue it's red we're all <laughs> inside we all look the same yeah and so I was cultural differences are, are there for sure. I didn't intend necessarily to go into the Kanye West thing. I was just saying, <laughs> I listened to Peterson. I listened to Lex and, um, and Rogan. And I like, I, I don't agree with everything that any of them say, but I enjoy the fact that they're willing to go there with anybody, mm. which is your point, right? 
because you have to understand where somebody's coming from and, and, and allow them to speak and tell you what they think. Oh, I would love so that, to sit down with like Kanye and just, yeah. and not even because of like what that would do for me. Yeah. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Get but, him on the Who You Know show. Oh yeah, that would, the show would blow up, but no, like, cause the guy's got such an out there perspective on a lot of things yeah. and and it is a lot sometimes it's hard for me to follow him and that i would dig into those things that weren't when i'm like wait what what did you just say huh how did you where are you coming up what i would love to just because i think behind it there's a there's brilliance behind it there is there's brilliance behind it the guy's yeah. the guy's really smart his, his dad was a psychologist yeah, he's really smart and yeah, he's he's interesting. But it's also so like who, people used to think Einstein was crazy, right? Yeah, they did. They used to think Einstein was crazy. Yeah. And insane. They thought it was insane. And I think a lot of times the the smarter you are and the more the more of a threat that you are, especially in in Kanye or whatever he's calling himself now. Yeah. Yay. In his case, he's being viewed as a threat because of a lot of the cultural things that are going on that people mm -hmm. just would rather Say, oh no, you're crazy, and let's silence this guy. Right. I want to know what he's got to say. I want to hear it so that I can de determine that for myself. Yeah. And I think from what I've seen so far, some of the stuff I'm like, yeah, let's see that. I actually I like it's. And then some of the stuff I'm like, dude, I don't even follow. Like, I can't even because I think his thoughts. There's so much. Maybe that's part of the problem. Is there's so much going on in there. Right he has a hard time articulating it, which is interesting because he's a rapper. Right. Maybe that's probably why he's a good rapper. Maybe it's writing is his genius. I think so. Because he can take those thoughts and get them on paper. Yeah. Anyway, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. But speaking his thoughts, he's just in it. He... He's often well ahead of the conversation. This is this is one of the things to think about. And the re when yes. you hear him say things that you don't understand in in this interview, he he unpacks it multiple times, and you're saying, "Oh, okay, start back there," because nobody's going to follow you to slow hear. Slow down, right? Slow, yeah. Down. And, and I think are. I think somebody's telling him how to do that, or he's listening because. He's that, able to it, He was able to, and and maybe it's because it's long format, and they're just they keep, just keep on going over the same thing over and over. Well, so that's, so that's, who are there? Are there other people that are influencing you? That that's kind of what I was trying to get to because oh, I want okay. you to <laughs> talk about. Okay, so I have this group that I'm a part of, and it's called Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. And essentially, during the pandemic, this app called Clubhouse came out. Yeah which is an audio only, you know, platform yep. and uh, kind of like a live podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I got this call one day from this guy named Glenn Lundy. And he's a guy that I respect so much. He's doing a lot of the things that I want to be doing, mm -hmm. crushing it. And, and I had him on my show mm. and he's five years ahead of me mm -hmm. in where I'm at. I see He's five years ahead of me, right? right? Close enough to where it's like, I love it, actually. It's you perfect. Kinda, not not too far you off. You kind of taste it a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. not like Elon Musk where right. you're like, I, I, I don't even know how we... Right. He's five years ahead of me. Yeah. Right? Actually, not even five years. He's 
We started at the same time, mm -hmm. but he's five years ahead. But of he me. just took off. He's five years ahead of me. Yeah. yeah. His his work ethic is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. This guy's a machine. Anyway, he does a daily show. Whoa. Yeah, daily. Do you have he, producers that are setting it no, up? He does it all himself. Like really? Oh my gosh, this guy's a machine. He's wow. hashtag rise and grind, and he would do it at five a.m. every morning because there's no competition. Right. And everybody, and like, anyways, this guy's a machine. Glenn Lundy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like in five years, I did three hundred and something episodes, and he had done over a thousand. Wow. Right. So he's five years ahead of me. <laughs> Lundy? Glenn Lundy. It's two N's, so G-L-E-N-N-L-U-N-D-Y. Glenn Lundy. And, and what's the uh, show called? So the Breakfast. one that he the one that he did was hashtag rise and grind. Hashtag rise and grind. And now it's it's morphed into Breakfast with Champions. So I had him on our show. Super um, like one of our my favorite interviews. And the guy's just just absolutely crushing it and loved the interview. We start collaborating and I start again pushing power to power. Like I'm helping him with some things that like he didn't know about, which was crazy because I was like, man, how do I had some things that I could add value to him? Right. Which was because again, he's five years ahead of me. But sure. Anyway, I'm like, that's crazy. So I'm I'm pushing power to power, helping him out, but I still see him above me in stature in 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 you know all of this like he's above me and res like respect level and anyways he calls me up one day and he's like hey he's so excited he was so pumped up he's like hey there's this thing called clubhouse i didn't even know what it was okay it just had come out sure and he's like clubhouse and, da, 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 and like and he was so excited he's like trevor i'm i need you we're gonna do this we're going to open up our room and I need you like every day of the week. Cause remember he's, he's like, yeah, <laughs> I need you like every day for like, I'm not even kidding for like three hours a day. Yeah. And I was like from five to eight or something. I, I got to show up a little bit later cause I was central time and he's <laughs> Eastern time. Okay. <laughs> but I show up. I'm like, first of all, I was like, I at least there's know. no video, right? It's just audio. No video. So everybody knows if they've not done it, you know, and anyway, so I'm like, this was a big ask. This was a big ask. And I'm like, and he's like, you got to get an iPhone. Cause back then it wasn't even on Android. Got to get an iPhone. I have an Android, right? So I had to go buy an iPhone just to do this. Mm -hmm. But I'm like. There was a million reasons to say no. Let me just tell you that right now. But he's Glenn Lundy. He's Glenn Lundy. I respect him. He's where I want to be. Yeah. And he acted as if he just struck gold. Like, like could you imagine somebody just coming up and telling you, like, dude, I just found all the gold. Right? And that's the way he's a passion and excitement for it was. And I'm like, he knows something I don't know. Mm -hmm. This guy knows something I don't know. And he's mm -hmm. calling me. Mm -hmm. Yes. The answer is yes. So I'm like, yes. So I show up. 
I go out, I buy this iPhone, download the app. You have to be invited in. It's like a at, in the begin, right. beginning you had to be invited. So we're like we're trying to figure out how to get the invite to me and all this and that and everything. I finally get in. <laughs> I get in this thing. And holy smokes. And this was the very first day he opened the room. I was there day one and have been with him since in the clubhouse with him. Day one, open the room. And some of the biggest names come in this room. Mm. We've had, you know, Grant Cardone, Les Brown, Jordan Peterson. Really? Yes. Wow. Just behemoths (laughs) that come in because Clubhouse was really smart. They paid a lot of these influencers Mm. to get in the app. Gary Vee, you know, like some big names are in this room. And I'm like... And the room blows up. There's like 5,000 people in the room. And I'm like, holy smokes. And he invites me and a few, and, and about 50 other people mm-hmm. to be moderators. Right. So, so we have – we're not just in the audience in this room. We're like – we're like members of this thing. We're like right. running it. And we have the responsibility of like running segments and doing – you know, and he, he, he's so smart. He created programming. So literally every single day for like, I think 10 hours a day, that room is going. Wow. Every day. Seriously. Yeah. And he's brilliant too. And he's on so it he, the whole time. He's not on it the whole time. Okay. Okay. He was in the beginning. He was like <laughs> hooked in this thing and he's exploded since then. Huh. But he was in the beginning, but, but he, what he's smart was he, he got, all these influencers mm. to programming. So like, so for me, I'm now Mondays at 9.30 a.m. Central Time. I got 30 minute slot. Oh, wow. And so he's got about, I think now there's somewhere around 100 influencers who are slotted in. And then he's, again, brilliant. So he's recording it. And so he created probably, I would imagine, the first ever Maybe somebody's probably bit bit off of him, but he's created the first ever collaborative podcast with over a hundred thought leaders. Like it's a it's a collect a collective podcast of a hundred different thought leaders. So it's a radio show. It's it's crazy. I mean, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a whole radio program. Yeah. For an entire day. I mean, 10 hours is a, a, yeah. a full day plus. Yeah. Huh. So smart what he did. Interesting. And just incredible what this guy does. But I get to, I guess this uh, whole conversation came from like, who are you leaning yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Who's your So, so you? Glenn Lundy is definitely one of those people. But yep. I, get, I get to hear and listen from some of the brightest minds I get to hear. Because they're coming on there too. Yep. Dave Meltzer and Amelia Antonetti. And where do you think I get a lot of the bigger guests that I have on my show? I get them from there. That's where a lot of them come from. Ah. Uh, because I'm in there and I get to build relationships with them. Sure. And I get to invite, hey, come on my show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do collaborations. I'll go on their show. They come on my show. And so that has been a game changer. And you know what? I said yes. Mm-hmm. I had a million reasons to say no. Right. Like it was early and I don't like, I'm not in there for three hours every day anymore. I literally go in there Mondays at 930. Segment. Yeah. But in the beginning I did. In the beginning it was like, 
oh my gosh, but I saw it. That first day when we opened the room, there's 5,000 people in there and Grant Cardone is coming in and all these people that, like I had been trying, literally I'd been trying to network to get to Grant Cardone for three years, trying to network to get to him, building relationships to get to him. I wanted to, because I have massive respect for that guy. Joined this room, day one I got him on my show. <laughs> I was like, holy crap, Grant's here and... I got him on my podcast day one. I was like, whoa. That's awesome. And uh, so access to people that you couldn't have access to anymore. Clubhouse changed that. Glenn Lundy changed that. And uh, so it's really cool. David Meltzer is another one. David Meltzer, this guy really changed my perspective. So he's like, if you can imagine Gary V, like he's probably the closest thing I know to Gary V in the amount of volume of content that he's producing and coming out with. And he's got 15 different shows. And I mean, it's like, he's just a, he's a machine of just, and I went and did a show on his podcast called The Playbook. And I fly out to Vegas and it's at the Wynn Hotel in this Blue Wire studio, which is like a $5 million studio. Like the nicest thing I've ever been in. And I'm there with him and David Meltzer and he's interviewing me and he did probably eight interviews that day. Whoa. Yeah. Where do you think I'm getting that from? Mm. The batch recording. Right. Like they're shorter, bite-sized. Right. Right. Like love this, you know, long form. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how long we've been talking, maybe a couple hours or an hour and a half, something like that. But anyways... He'll get out, he'll do 15 to 20 minute interviews. Two hours he could do. Right. Watch, man. And he's Eight recording of them. He's recording seasons at a time. Mm. <laughs> like, he just has everybody come to him. Fly into that studio and just pop, 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 pop. They come put show notes in front of him. Mm-hmm. You go, Mr. Mr. Meltzer, you know, like. And I was like blown away by the way I viewed it. I was like, he's the asset. Right. Okay? So meaning like think of Oprah Winfrey. Right. Okay. Like the, the more time they can have a camera on her, she's the asset. Like, right. And I was thinking, I was like looking at him in that way. It's the first time I ever had that perspective of like, wow, he's the asset. They want to keep a camera on this guy all the time. And they want to squeeze every second out of this guy right <laughs> and i was like that is so cool it was just next level thinking that's why he's able to do so many different shows is because he they they go in and they do batch recording and it's what it's what tv does right you know like when when you see i don't know wheel of fortune or whatever or even like steve harvey show or whatever a lot of these shows multiple shows they're doing a whole thing yeah you know, and so that's where he gets it from, which was super cool. But I learned that from, from just going and experiencing that. Yeah. And that's where it changed me. Cause I was doing a show every week, consistent right. weekly show, weekly show, weekly show. Right. And, and then I, well, I mean, going to your show and being in the, in the studio audience, that's what I mean. I do, I do either one or two on Friday and one on Saturday. So I, and, and that's probably because Paul is at UNT now, so he's not here all the time, but it's also good because people, you know, it's after work and that kind of thing. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, I could, I could do four in a weekend, but then for me, I'm only going every other week. So it's, that's two, two months worth of content. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you're, you're 21, you have five months worth of shows. It's crazy. Yeah. I did 21 <laughs> episodes in, in basically two and a half days. Yeah. And like, so, so, so now. And I liked I, your form too. You actually had an online form that you had everybody fill out. So right. the, it was all kind of laid out. So your show notes were, were that, is that where you got the idea? So I've been doing that. Like it's, it was just Calendly, you know, is that all it is? And that's was Calendly. Calendly, you can put 10 questions in it. Ah. So I build out. Oh, I have Calendly. Yeah. Build out. So, so they're going to pick a time and register yeah. to be on your show. So make them go through and fill it out. And so they fill it out. And uh, typically for, for our normal show, I will like do a lot more research. Sure. I will come up with my own, like a lot more questions. Yeah. But this, but what I did at Video Marketing World was a lot shorter, quicker. I yeah. knew I was going to be on a time budget. Yeah. So I did just kind of go with and try to just yeah. hammer it out. And so, no, I really didn't prepare any, I prepared zero for that. Right. It was like, y'all need to prepare. You need yeah. to do the work, register, fill out your info. I'll have the thing in front of me and I can just go, oh, okay, cool. Like I would, I don't know if you remember if, if, if we did that, but <clears throat> I'd almost have to tell them, hey, hold on one second. Like, let me look at this real quick. And I'm like, okay, looking at what, what you filled out. You know? Right, right. And I'm like, okay, read it. Okay. There's stuff going on everywhere. And I'm like, try to focus. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, okay. Try to read this. Okay. All right, cool. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. You know? So I, at the very beginning, I asked you to tell me a little bit about what a clear path well strategies was. So I wanted you to go back and, and pretend that I'm somebody that's coming to you. How do you introduce what clear path well strategies is and what you do? And, and what's in it for me kind of a thing. Yeah, so typically what we'll do is I have what's called a, an intro call, mm -hmm. like a, just a, a welcome meeting, and it's 30 minutes. And what I try to do there is I notice that people, they, most Americans have never worked with a financial professional before. Right. Most people have never done that. They don't know what it looks like. Right. They have whatever they think it is. Maybe they watched Wolf of Wall Street or whatever. Okay. <laughs> the greed is good guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you hear, you know, the Bernie Madoffs and, yeah. you know, you just, so I really don't know what someone's perception is. My perception of financial services was always very high. I actually had a financial advisor at 22. That's actually why I got in the industry. But, uh, so I had always sought out that guidance because I didn't come from money. My, like I told you growing up, it was really rough. So right. when I started coming into money, like I was like, I have to be a good steward. Mm -hmm. So I had a high perception, but then I got into the industry and I started realizing that like, like insurance and financial services were like that annoying, like the perception of public is like someone knocking on your door or whatever. And like, just like salesy and la la la. And I'm like, wow. So dang, I don't want to be that. So what I wanted to do is first and foremost, let's figure out what are the most common, commonly asked questions people have. 
And that, that came through just repetitive meetings with folks, but I figured out what those are. And it's your, it's a, it's your FAQ meeting where you just lay that out for people. I, yeah. I just cut it and I'm, and I'm like, I have the way we do things. Mm. And if we're not okay with it, it's, I tell people it's like a first interview, mm. literally like, Hey, we're going to cover what makes us different. What makes us unique, frequently asked questions. You can ask as many questions as you want. Hopefully we can get to all of that today. And then if all of that aligns with you and you like it, we'll move forward to the next stage, which is where I'm going to ask you some questions. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's just like an interview. Mm -hmm. And, and it, when I ask you the questions, like for me, I'm looking for things like, do I want to work with this person? Mm -hmm. I'm disqualifying them just as much as they're disqualifying sure. me. Sure. So it actually has to be a good match. Sure. Cause there are some people that are, I, I tell people like this, there's, there's two types of people. There's roses and there's thorns. thorns. <laughs> right. And it's like, I don't want to work with the thorns. I want Who to work. that said every rose has a thorn though. Yeah, that's that, true. Though. Every rose has a thorn. But <laughs> but it but it's true. It's like I'm looking for the people that I align with. And again, remember what I said earlier. Authenticity. If you're yourself, I'm telling people this is exactly how we run things. Right. And if they like it, great. I'm gonna attract the people that align with me. Right. And so I think too many people in our industry try to fake it to try to be whatever they think they want them to be. Right. And that's just not how we run things. Like I'm going to show you, Hey, this is how we operate. This is what makes us different. I even, I implement a no ghosting policy. I tell them about this. I'm like, Hey, we have a no ghosting policy. Okay. What does that mean? No ghosting policy. Well, that means at any time throughout this process, if you're like, Trevor, this is not a good fit. I don't like this. It doesn't sound right. I decided to move a different direction. Uh, you just don't feel good about it. That's totally cool. As long as you clearly communicate that, just let us know so we know how to you know, proceed forward, right? At the same token, and I also tell them, I'm like, we're also like, we're big boys. Like, we can take it. I promise we won't get offended. Right. But please let us know that. If you feel like it's not moving, in, just let us know. We don't have to waste time chasing yeah, you down. Yeah, exactly. No ghosting, right? I don't want to chase you down. You don't want to be pest, pestered, and I don't want to pest you, okay? That's the reality of it. I don't want to be blowing your phone up trying to figure out what's going on. Just tell me. Totally cool with that. But at the same token, if you feel like, hey, I like this, I love this, this sounds good, let's move forward, you feel free to tell me that too. So that we don't waste time in areas when we could just be moving forward, right? But one thing that we're not going to do is the ghosting. Please just clear communication because when the communication breaks down, the trust breaks down. When the trust breaks down, the relationships breaks down. Done. It's done. So I won't ghost you. You don't ghost me. Are we good with that? They're like, oh, yeah, like, like cool. So there's things that I do, and I talk about these things in our in our introduction meeting that I'm setting the tone. Right. And some people, you know, if they don't like what they're hearing, they're not moving forward. But that's cool. They weren't for me anyways. Mm -hmm. They weren't for me. I want the people that are for me. You know what I mean? So anyways, I think that 
to answer your question, we we do things a little bit differently. I am I am different. I am different in financial services from anybody else that's out there. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. We're just different. Yeah. But it's a good different. It's a good different. You know you know what you're getting. Let's put it that way. You know what you're getting. Definitely. Well, I I guarantee I got to know you better than any of my other guests because we got to go through your your Clifton Strengths Insight Guide. I've never done that before, but I think that was fun. I hope that you got something out of it as well. That to know yourself a little bit better. Yeah. No, and, this was good, uh, and I appreciate you coming out. Maybe we can do it again sometime when we have more to talk about. But I, is there anything else that you that that you have on your mind that you'd like to share? Mm. Any passing thoughts or ideas? You know, as we, as I think just in reflection of this interview, I think it is important to reflect on what makes you, you, Mm -hmm. you know, we're just talking about authenticity and all these things, you know. We go through so much in our life, and, and honestly, we change. We change so much in our lives. But this is so spot on right here that I think it's important to understand why, what, why, what drives us. Like what, what I, I'm guys. I guess I'm curious on that. Maybe we we take a de- a deeper dive at like why these things are the way they are. That would be my curiosity. Why are these my my five strengths? What is it about the way I grew up or my childhood or whatever that made those so dominant for me? Yeah. Or is it just the way I was born? Was I born this way or or was I made this way? So by the numbers, according to Gallup, by the time we're five or six years old, our personality is pretty well set. Five or six? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So... The, the opportunity, though, that, that, to def- do, so you, you've described what you were in your younger ages based on the influences that you had in your life. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, thankfully, your father came into your life and you, and you had a different perspective and a different, a different lease on life. Mm. And you've become a very successful individual because of all of it, Right. So my, my, the, the theme of my business is learn, grow, and I'm sorry, learn, change, and grow. So we learn from where we start and we decide what we want to be. We change and then we continue to learn after we grow. So your slingshot is a perfect example of that. You know, you, you had a, a setback. You took that to stock, but because of your futuristic and all the other things, you're you you're obviously outward looking. So you made a, a plan for something bold and, and in a new direction, and, and you're building towards that. So we uh, I, I sign my letters. I don't know if you've noticed this on I do it on LinkedIn as well. Love and peace. Well, my strengths are connectedness, which is love. That's the that's the, the way I think about it maximizer which so that's the connector is, is my french side my dad's side that's rochelle burkhard is german that's my mother she's that she came from germany that's the maximizer that's the get it done you know at all costs kind of thing ideation input and belief so um so my 
my I see connections between everything, but I'm often in my in the way that I was made just by myself. I'm I'm bristly because I want to get things done and I want to get things done my way. Mm. So over over years of learning, I have backed off on that. That's the basement and and, and the balcony behaviors, right? It's like how do I become more balcony than basement? And then how do I apologize whenever I fend? Because I do. I mean, like you were saying, you know, you're very outgoing with what your issues are. And I yeah. and I am too. So I am not by nature necessarily love and peace. But I decided because Jesus says that we're supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves, right? That, that's the second commandment, love God first and then love your neighbor as yourself, that that's the way that I need to be, right? As my primary focus on life. So just because we're made in a certain way doesn't mean that we can't use that big, huge brain that we have to decide that we're going to become more than who we are. That's so, that's so good. Right? That's so good. Because, so you're, yeah. you are who you are because of the way that you were made and, fo and fostered. Oh, man. Right? You just made me think. <laughs> it's the craziest thought I've ever had. I, I wonder if you've ever thought this. I wonder what Jesus Gallup, I wonder what his would look like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. He'd break uh, it. It's, it's a break. different. It's a different He's quality. Like, Listen, you different can't quality. Me Maybe he'd be all thirty-four strong. I don't know. Yeah, hey, who knows, man? That's um, crazy to think about, though. Like, what? Yeah. System. Well, he was he was one of one, literally, because he was yeah. born of the Holy Spirit and a woman, right? So it's a it may be a little different for that. That's just interesting. To that's think a, about. that's a good point, though. But yeah, the, but like, the point is, like... but the point is that we as adult thinking caring human beings can decide that we're going to be something that we're not right and because we are told that these behaviors are the things that make us more like christ then we might want to grow into those things right and and sometimes you have to put aside the things that you are to become what you should be yeah. i i gotta and the should is not a it's not a I don't mean that from a legalistic, I mean, I mean it from a want perspective, right? Because we know that the end that we have if we are with him is better than it is if we're not with him, right? So we strive towards those things. So this is not a Gallup discussion that we're having. We're having more of a spiritual discussion, but I think that, I think that strengths are our gifts. So, and if you look at the spiritual gifts in the, in the New Testament, those are things that are very much aligned with what people were good at doing, right? Paul was called to be the apostle to the Gentiles. Well, he was killing Christians. So why did, why did God call him? Well, because he was, a, he was an expert in Hebrew and an expert in Greek. And he knew, he knew how to dissect cultures and to help people see how what they were doing or thinking wasn't necessarily in alignment with their eternal good. And he saved, you know, millions, maybe billions of people because of the writing that he did. So he was an instrument of God. He even calls himself an instrument of God, chosen because of who he was, even though that what he was doing when he was called was a killer. You know, it's it's it is really amazing when you talk about that, because you think about that a lot. God often 
uses people with scars. Right. Like, you know, you think about Moses. Right. Moses was a killer. Yep. You know what I mean? And not a speaker. And not a speaker. He used his brother. He used his brother. Yeah. Which is something that you don't hear a lot about. You don't hear about the brother so much, even though he's in it the whole time. Right. Right? You always hear it's Moses was the one getting the spotlight. Right. For for everything. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, he was a killer. You know? And so... David was a, God, a man after God's own heart. Why didn't God let him build the temple? Because he had he had he was a bloody man. Yeah, but he was mightily used by God. Absolutely. So we have we all have roles to play. Absolutely, and I think also you know, I know this is going to sound kind of weird, but just given the times too, back then, like I think it's going to sound weird. Murder's murder, but it's different back then than it is today, and and. Because, and, and I'll, the reason why I'm saying this, more civilized, we, well, well, in America. Well, we are civilized we're, today. Yes. We're, we're much more civilized, right? And so, like Moses, right? When he, when he killed the Egyptian, it was in defense, right? Well, he saw him beating about up. to kill or yeah. or, or damage yeah it wasn't in self-defense right but it, was it was in defense, defense of somebody else it's just what i think about it and i go you know times back then were just more violent to begin mm -hmm. with yeah you know you know you look at the medieval times and all these you know like just like back then it was things were more violent yeah you were permanently canceled back then it right. wasn't just. It wasn't just yeah. silence. Yeah, you don't take, get canceled off taken, social media. Taken off social media. Oh no, no, no! They're like <laughs> off with his head. Yeah, like in front of public. Like let's do this publicly. Let's kill this person in front of the whole town. Example. Yeah, so and, the, and the and the town is gonna cheer it on. Go, yeah, yeah. kill him and spit on you and whatever. Crazy times, right? When you think about. Yeah. And so. I don't want to say murders, you know, like is less severe then than it is now. I mean, it's like, but I don't know. It's just different times, different, different times. Definitely. And I, I don't know, maybe God looks at your heart and can understand maybe why things happen the way they happened and can you still use you for good, yeah. even though you did something wrong. Well, everybody, we look at it like, everybody does something wrong just about every day. Right. But like murder is kind of like. <laughs> That's a different level. It's kind of like on the top of our of our moral right. list, right? It's like kind of like up there. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's not what it was back then. And maybe God doesn't look at it that way. I mean, I know that's, that's kind of hard to hear. But think about it. Like back then it was so violent. Murder was just like all the time like just murder and violent too like violent murder not just like like now we do when somebody's what is it lethal injection right, or whatever right, right. like no 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 they were like off with your head and like torturing people and doing some crazy stuff i don't know it's just it's it's an interesting thing to think about but i don't know why we went off on that i don't know either that, that was a that i'm was trying a to game. figure out a, i'm trying to figure out a way out of this that was a yay moment <laughs> definitely that was a yay moment Def i'm just i'm just thinking like i'm also a free thinker that's why i respect him 
I do. I respect. I think he's just, like you said, he's too quick. Like, I'm trying to figure out my own rabbit hole as I'm saying it. I'm like, I think he's uh, he's in his rabbit hole. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, he definitely is. <laughs> All right, well, I'll send you that link. I really appreciate getting to know you better today. Yes, this man. has been a, ph a phenomenal conversation. I look forward to following you. And as soon as I switch to the new platform, I'll, I'll publish on yours, and you're happy to publish on mine as well. Yeah, let's go. Awesome, man. Well, thanks very much. I appreciate you coming out. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Goodbye.